podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19 in Ontario, and we ask that you respect your local laws regarding cannabis use and its cultivation. Be sure to like, download, follow, subscribe, and of course, share with all of your friends. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Annie. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Hi. Welcome to the Hotbox Virtually. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. I actually remember, this is weird, I remember the day that I met Miranda. Yes. I remember it because it was July the 15th. Okay. I had to be in Midland, which for the average driver wouldn't be a big deal, but for me it took like three days of planning. Mm-hmm. I am a nervous driver, and the weather was ferocious. It sure was. But I needed to be in Midland, and I needed to waste a few hours. Okay. And so I thought, to pass the time, I'll go check out all of the cannabis stores in Midland. Right. And I ended up at Toke in Midland. No, was that your first, second, third? My very first stop. The very first stop, okay. I met Miranda. I was there for like an hour. Oh, wow. That was like all the time you had. I didn't go to anywhere else. I was like, once you meet Miranda, once you go to Toke in Midland, you don't need to go anywhere else. (laughs) I was like, drop the mic. I'm out of here. And I remember that day... Because it was the day the tornado hit Barry. That's right. Yes. Yes. And I was like, am I going to make it back? Am I going to make it there? I could do this. I was so determined. That's right. I remember being so nervous for you. (laughs) Because I talked about it for a week. I have to drive. All the way to Midland. 40 minutes away. That was hilarious. (laughs) Well, Miranda, she was so smart, educated, interested, engaging. I could have spent there all day. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Miranda, for being in the hot box virtually with us. What are we talking about today? Yeah, so we wanted to talk with Miranda a little bit about the bud tender life and the bud tender, you know, the role of a bud tender. We've talked about this in previous episodes, and I'm short as, sorry, marbles. Um, You've alluded to it. Yeah. Something, yeah. You know, like I've talked about my experience as a bud tender, but now we're going to get somebody who's currently actively in there right now. Now, Miranda is the, Miranda, you're the store manager of the toke. Yes, Anne, yeah. That's right, okay. And Annie has said nothing but amazing things about you and your experience, like we've just heard, for eight months. <laughs> so it only made sense to, to get you in here to, to chat about it. Um, totally, I wanted totally. to know, Miranda, what, what pulled you into the cannabis industry? Like, where did you come from before you decided to make this switch into this new industry? So um, I was actually, pre, so pre-legalization, I was part of the accessory industry, um, I was, uh, a part of a large chain of, um, uh, glass company. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, everything that we sold from bongs to pipes to vaporizers, that kind of a thing, everything, everything that you could utilize for cannabis, okay. um, we sold. So I was there for four and a half years before legalization. So, um, my, my passion really came from there. I mean, cannabis has always quietly been a thing in my family. Um, so as I was able to kind of grow and my parents were comfortable introducing the idea of it and, and just their usage, it wasn't so much of a stigma for my family. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty cool. I was, I was very lucky, very much so in that. I mean, they didn't, you know, wave it on our faces, but it was understood that it could be a peaceful thing in somebody's life, sort of an idea. So when I had the opportunity to sort of put my foot in the door of something that could potentially at one point in time come become legal, 
I was totally down for it. Absolutely. That's amazing. And you felt supported within your family unit to sort of pursue that. Yes. Yeah, it was very much so when I explained it to my parents, it wasn't something that I was afraid to speak of or to let them know that, you know, I had had a a position in the industry now. Um, And it was it was celebrated. I think that is not the... It's certainly not the experience that I had. It's not the norm, not the experience you had. Miranda, I came from a a family who's very open about cannabis, but you don't hear that all the time, so that's fabulous to hear. Very much so. And I mean, now, outside of our family home, it was not expressed that loudly. You know, there was still the stigma outside of home. Of course. But there was at least, you know, you knew you could you knew when to read the room sort of an idea and, and know when it was accepted with certain people and not. Reading wow. the room that yeah, yeah. And that's a that's sort of an incredible skill to develop early on, right? Like because yeah. as an adult that's a super valuable skill. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? You know, Definitely. we've all misread the room before. Um For sure. Yeah, that's I, I'm just a little jealous, I guess. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I, what, I'm very lucky. Yeah. So when legalization happened, and you sort of said, "Okay, I think I might be done in the accessory realm of things," it it sounds like you are a highly sought after individual. Um, what? Why did you choose Toke to work with? Um. So actually, I was with a heavily corporate company in the very beginning. Okay. Um. I was under the the fire and flower umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, So everything was very corporately done. Training was very corporately, you know, there was, there was a very level of, there is no fun in this industry. It is serious and we need to take it seriously. And that kind of broke my heart a little bit, but it was me understanding that this was a a foot in the door Mm -hmm. and maybe I could change some minds on things. Um, we had a little bit of joke for all of the, you know, the few folks who did cross over, um, that, you know, the, the people in corporate, we liked to call them imposters. Ooh, um, I love Ooh, I might <laughs> steal that. Burn. Oh, please do. Please do go right ahead. Um, but yeah, because I mean, you have them, they're coming in and they're seeing the corporate idea of it where a business can be built and such, but these are people who have never, ever consumed in their life, and no judgment there, but it was sort of a, there was a hard trust barrier to, to break down, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know the culture. They don't know how to read the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, yes. Oh, so that... it, was, it was very interesting to kind of go from one, you know, one day we were selling glass, and everything was for tobacco use only. Right. Um, and things like that to the next day having a lot of different views in one room yeah i can imagine i can only imagine um i come from a world before my time in cannabis with a large telecom retailer and i remember coming in working with a large corporate type environment cannabis store and just being like oh i feel like i'm in telecom again this is not where i want to be yes it was very cut and dry retail Yes. Um, and there was no room to really make a relationship. Oh, it is so refreshing to hear that <laughs> because it's so true. And I don't think we call out enough that, that yeah. the corporate vibe, which I, I mean, I guess it works for some people, but there's a place for it. There's a place for it. But I think on mass, like consumers are more so looking for a relationship. 
right? Well, like yeah. just just like how I mean, I don't drink, but what in the days when I did drink, I knew my bartender. I don't know well enough to know that they were having an off day, right? But they yeah. knew so much about me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that there's like a special relationship that happens there. And with bud tenders, I think it's the same thing. Well, the, the, it means that somebody like me, who's like, I'm going to spend 20 minutes, and then I'm going to hit the next one, and the next one, mm-hmm. goes in <laughs> to toke, and it was such a beautiful, welcoming atmosphere. Yeah. And the bud tenders yeah. at Miranda was the one that I first spoke to, but all of them were lovely. And so you get that, you know, I want to go back to a place like that instead of the sterile, impersonal uh, feeling that you can get sometimes within these bigger corporate businesses. Yeah. Now, Marina, do you find a difference um, in the the corporate aspect of things where it's uh, like you're like I found in that corporate environment that like my suggestions were just not heard because everybody Mm. seemed to know how to do it better. Yes. Ah. Yes, very much so. There's a big difference in being heard in um, the size of things mm-hmm. and the person it's, it's very personal um, at, at Toke where you know if we have an idea if we have a thing I, I mean we have team chats where anyone can just kind of pop in an idea and everyone kind of voices their thoughts and it is very communal which I enjoy very much. Oh. Uh, and that's so much of what our community of cannabis is about, right? It's bettering ourselves by sharing ideas. And you only Absolutely. get the best ideas when people share them. And I think that, you know, with the industry being so new and and that kind of a thing, it, these ideas need to be shared or else it's not going to grow in the ways that we want it to. Oh. How, like, with it, you know, growing so rapidly, changing so rapidly... How do you keep up to date on all like the new products and new things that are innovations that are coming up and your fellow bud tenders? Like, how is it that you can keep ahead of this barrage of beautiful new products and actually know what you're talking about? So there's, I mean, there's a few avenues. Definitely, um, we we use you know a lot of test, just testing things out yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, we there's uh, the OCS Reddit is a, a godsend some days. Oh. <laughs> Um, because you get to see others' opinions, and on Reddit, they can be as harsh as they, you know, they're, they're, some of them are very harsh in yeah. their reviews and things like that, but it's honest. Oh, it's real-time information from right. real-time users yeah. that's unfiltered. Yeah. That's brilliant. I haven't actually heard of that. Oh, yeah. Re- Reddit is the space for, for that. Totally. I haven't gone to Reddit yet. Yeah, yeah. When the OCS does like new drops, the uh, you know every few times a year and things like that, and there's big hype, um, it, it just goes like crazy. That's really but interesting. Uh, now, aside I was, from that, oh, sorry, I was I was just gonna say. Yeah. Aside from that, we also do like we we are heavy in PK sessions. Um, so being in touch with our brand reps, and you know they come in and we set up PK sessions because we do want to benefit our, our bud tenders to be able to to be knowledgeable. You know, it's the worst thing to have somebody come in, ask questions, and you look at them and go, well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, you know, we can't build the relationship that way. Oh, yeah, I, I can relate to that PK session. Uh, PK product knowledge for anybody who's listening who might not know what that is. So that's like when when a, a brand rep comes in and just teaches all the reps about stuff, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. And and we're hard on some of our brand reps too, you know, certain ones where it's like, well, why did you guys choose to do it to outsource? Or why did you choose to do it this way? 
Um, and and I encourage the staff to ask the questions, get the knowledge. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, if we don't ask questions, we won't get answers. Yeah, and they're kind of working for you, right? Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Well, um, Miranda, I'm not sure if you saw, but just today that the AGCO announced that curbside and delivery is here to stay. Yes, so I did it, see that this morning. Yeah, effective. I think it was March 15th or something. We will forever be able to do curbside and delivery. Now, does Toke participate in the delivery aspect? We do. We yeah. do. Yeah. So is this, do you think this is a, like an exciting thing for Ontario Cannabis? I think it's exciting. I think it's a very smart move. Mm -hmm. um, being able to make it accessible for anybody exactly is, is the idea, you know, whether that's somebody who can walk themselves down and, you know, stay in the store for hours and talk, or if that's somebody who can't leave their house. I mean, especially during the pandemic, this has been a huge, huge thing for us. Yeah. Where, you know, we've introduced pandemic rules and in that if you are um, needing to to isolate and such, we can still take care of you. You know, we can still we can still definitely accommodate and facilitate the idea of you still consuming over the time. Mm -hmm. I love that. It does come down to accessibility. And I think that's great because it is people who are maybe not able to leave the home. But then there's also, you know, mothers with children. Oh yeah, yeah. people that the don't number want of to be seen in the, the store because the they're the time. principal of the school. Yeah, the the only <laughs> times that I have ever done delivery has been because I was stuck at home with my kids. Yeah, right. And I just mm -hmm. didn't want to bring them to do a curbside. I was like, oh, I'll just get it delivered. Right. Um, Absolutely. One of my thoughts on this delivery thing is that it's that if you don't provide delivery, those people who can't get to the stores, they will turn back to the legacy market or the black market, whatever you want to call it, the non-OCS legal market. I never thought of that because your 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 drug dealer right. from the legacy market will come to your house if you make it worthwhile. Exactly. So that's actually a really great point. Yeah, it's a great deterrent for the black market, right? I mean, I think, mm -hmm. and what do you think on this, Miranda? Do you think that, like, the majority of people want legal cannabis? Um. It's definitely turning, I, I think it's turning into that. There was the idea of, you know, the evil government mm -hmm. and such. But I think as we've, you know, cultivated those relationships and let them know that, you know, it's, it's not a sterile corporate sort of government idea that we are wanting to get to know you, get to know what you do like, what you don't like, so that the next time you can come in or, or order or call us or, you know, however you are accessible to it, um, that will help you find something good. Yeah. Well, so for me, this delivery, uh, what is it, decision, is another fabulous indicator that things within the cannabis industry are changing. Yes, and, they are yeah. growing. Gro oh, that's a you know I what? Like that's that. totally a better word for it. Thank you, Miranda. <laughs> Things are growing, and um, and I'm really excited to see that. Uh, do you have any forecasts or you know any predictions on other things we might be seeing in the future as far as recreational retail goes? I'm. I mean, I'm hoping that the first the first two things that we're really hearing from guests is, um, you know, your carrying capacity limit, that, that 30 gram per visit sort of an idea. Yeah. Um, and the, the edibles, 
um, being just at that 10 milligram cap. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so there are certain LPs have found ways around it with things like the lozenges and such. But when we have people walking in the store looking for 1,000 milligram chocolate bars because they at one point in time had a bar from so-and-so and such, yes. um, you know, we do we do sort of combat those ideas of, well, that's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. So we do try and educate. You know, we do try and introduce the idea of proper emulsification into the edibles and things like that. But some folks, you just can't change their mind. Yeah, that's, yeah. Equivalencies is definitely something that comes up a lot. Yeah. 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 We hear it in stores. And, I mean, you and I, Andy, talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. The other thing we talk mm-hmm. about all the time, Miranda, tell me what you think about this, saturation. Now, in Midland, I mm. thought there was three stores. Am I correct with that? There are now, I believe there are one, two, three, four. I think we're on to almost six. Holy oh, wow. shit. Yes. What's the population of Midland? Just out of my own sheer curiosity. Uh, Petite. It's small. It's definitely small. I'm not sure of a, uh, an overall number, but it is definitely, and especially in the winter, I mean, when it's strictly not cottage country. Oh, yes. During the winter. It's so it can, it expands in the summer, summer definitely, but it's, uh, we depend on our regulars in the, in the winters, for sure. For sure. Now, I don't imagine there's going to be two more, too many more than six. Do you think all six will survive? Like, do you think there's enough people in business within cannabis in Midland to keep all six stores running? Um, in the long run, I don't believe so. Yeah. I think some will will end up floundering, definitely. Yeah. Um, we always tell people, you know, as they come in and say, well, another one popped up, and we say, you know, that just drives us to do better. It's oh. then our job to do better for the guest. Mm-hmm. It, it really becomes more in the guest benefit the more shops that open up the easier it is to go and find somebody else who is doing something the way you like it wow sort of an idea that shows confidence in yeah. in in what you're providing at toke yeah i have yeah. no doubt that toke will make it through forever with the team i haven't even met the team up there yet i'm very excited i'll be coming <laughs> up to midland the next few weeks to see you guys but awesome um, awesome can't wait yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm more excited to be honest Oh, I can't keep Miranda to myself forever. Not forever. <laughs> um, Miranda, I wanted to ask you one more question, which is just yeah. that if you, say you were building a team of bud tenders, what are some of the qualities that you're looking for in a bud tender? Like we get reached out to by a whole bunch of people who are interested in being bud tenders, but are either afraid to to like enter the industry or don't know what they need to do it. Definitely, definitely. So um, I... Cannabis knowledge is is definitely a huge asset. Um, I I think um, having the drive is is a huge thing. Um, the initiative to you know step out of your comfort zone, and and you know that's the only way we can really grow in our in this industry and in our positions. Um, and people who are not afraid to start up a conversation with, you know, anybody who is of, of any kind of customer, um, being able to sort of, like we were saying earlier, read the room and sort of see whether it's somebody who you can say, Hey, how's it going today? Or somebody where you're realizing that they just need a moment and you just let them know I'm here to help. There's no rush at all. 
um, you know, being empathetic to each each guest as they're their own person. That's great. That's great. That's fabulous. We have so many people who ask us that. I'm going to be able to refer and read to an episode now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Definitely. I think, you know, being an extrovert is and, and kind and non-judgmental is mm-hmm. what Miranda's, that's what I'm getting from what Miranda's saying. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, yep. And, and you have to be able, you have to have your cancel standard as is the legal thing that you have to have yes. to work in a store. Okay, cool. Do you know, yeah. do you know so, what and, that costs? And, I think it's only what is it now, Miranda? It's like sixty, seventy dollars. I think it's sixty to seventy dollars, and it usually takes between two to three hours, kind of a thing. So yeah. easy peasy. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the initiative, sort of, to have that free walking into a job, um, I think benefits applicants huge. Mm-hmm. We've had people walk in, and we've informed them that you know you need to get a cancel and such, and. And sort of a thing, and they will. Well, I'll get that when I get the job. Oh, so and the shows are not prepared. Going, they haven't put the legwork in. They haven't done the research. Yeah. You're like I can see exactly yeah. what kind of employee you're going to be. Right. With being such a new industry and so so young, and having everyone want to buy for a, a position in in the industry, you really have to give yourself a leg up. It's mm-hmm. a yeah. fabulous piece of advice. It sure is. It sure is. Well, I am so happy that that appointment landed me in Midland. Mm-hmm. I, I have to admit I had never been to Midland before. It is the most beautiful. Isn't it? It's a tiny town, though, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I had yeah. the most lovely time with Miranda at Toke. Uh, I know if I go back, when I go back to Midland to visit, I probably won't be visiting the other five stores because <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I somehow we connected. We talked about everything. It was mm-hmm. great. So I'm really, really thankful that you took the time today to share your bed tender experience with our listeners and sort of an insight into what bed tender life is like. So thank you again, Miranda. No, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Yeah, Well, listeners, if you're up in sort of the greater Midland area, definitely stop in at Toke. You will not disappoint. But there's Tokes all over the place, too. Oh, yeah. So find a local Toke Find a local Toke. I think they probably all have this fabulous atmosphere. What did you call yourself? The Toke Army? Uh, we are, yeah, we are the Toke Army, absolutely. The Toke Army, I love that. <laughs> which, like, I think the stores really collaborate and work together, which is not, again, something you don't always find. You, exactly. The, the stores are, you know, really backing each other. Right. So uh, thank you to you and, and visit a Toke near you. Um, I think, though, it's time for us to step away. Take, Take a, a Toke and go be moms. If you've enjoyed today's episode, you can find all our episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and of course, tell your friends. You can email us at... HighLadiesPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at... At HighLadiesPodcast. And don't forget to buy us a coffee. At BuyMeACoffee.com slash HighLadies. There you go. Bye, ladies. Stay high.